Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, let's talk with our guy right now, Brian Baldinger. He's going to join us on the Roman guest line, Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. You could also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out every single week. All you have to do, search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Brian, thanks for joining us. How you doing, man? I'm in a good spot. Nice. Well, let's start in the NFC North then with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they had to sweat out that victory, but man, I really like Tyler Huntley. And I think that, I mean, you saw it yesterday. It doesn't matter who's available. John Harbaugh is just a great coach. The Ravens, they run a really nice organization over there. But Green Bay looks like the team to beat in the NFC. And then Tampa Bay takes that tough loss where they can't get on the board last night. Your thoughts right now, Baldy, on this Packers team in the NFC? Should they be the favorites? Well, you open up with a Packers question. Because so I, lo- so I, I love the Packers. Well, I mean, it's a loaded question because, you know, Tyler Huntley was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, play. he can play in this league. He made a lot of good decisions yesterday. Uh, again, they went for it on two at the end, you know, and just couldn't convert. But, I mean, he brought them all the way back. But, now, look, the Green Bay Packers have won 37 games the last three years. they still got three games to play. Like, they're the team to beat. And, I, I mean, I went and watched that, film, that game tape today, and Aaron Rodgers – I think he's better than what he was a year ago when he was the MVP of the league. He, yeah. he is better this year. I mean, he doesn't miss a throw. And it, it doesn't matter who he's throwing to. And they do just enough, you know, to balance things up in the run game and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I mean, no matter what you do to him, he finds a way to beat you. Uh, Baldy, are you concerned at all with this Buffalo Bills team? Like, they they had that stretch, what was it, last week? They come in out in the second half against Tampa, and they start looking good. And then yeah. you see they go up against the Carolina Panthers. Now, a win is a win, so never discredit that. But the fashion, I thought, could look a little more sharper from a team that we expect a lot from. Uh, what, was your t- what were your takeaways from that Buffalo Bills team, and how should we look at them heading towards this crucial part of the season? Well, I thought they made a real commitment to the run game. I mean, Devin Singletary had 22 runs in a game. Yeah, You know, they completely abandoned the, the run in the week before. And so if you give Devin Singletary, you say, okay, Motor is our guy. It doesn't really matter. But if, if Motor is our guy, they fed him. And, you know, then you mix in some Josh Allen, either runs or scrambles. Like, all of a sudden, you've got, like, a real run game. And I think you have to do that against Carolina. When you have Hassan Reddick and – Brian Burns, and you have some of the guys that can rush the passer for the Panthers. That's the last thing you want to do to to the tackles is to put them in a pass, you know, blocking situation against those kind of pass rushers. So I like their game plan the other day. Now we got to see if they can, you know, continue that. And because I think that helps the offense. We're seeing Gabriel Davis really emerge as a true number two to Stephon Diggs uh, a few weeks in a row now. Dawson Knox is back healthy. Like, I, I have a feeling like this has – I mean, obviously they got the Patriots this week, so we'll see. But you know, it, it seems like this could be a team that could be trending in the right direction towards the end of the season. Baldy, it's only one game, but Tampa Bay does get shut out last night, and Brady was 26 for 48, 214 yards. Now he's without a bunch of his weapons, but we find out today Chris Godwin's done for the season. Any concerns with Tampa Bay or because they're getting A.B. and all their guys back, they'll be just fine in your mind? Well, there's always concern when you get shut out, you know, by a team that you might you might see in the postseason. Yeah. Now, we, you know, the Saints got a lot of work to do, but they saw, you know, the Saints have beaten them four times in a row now in the regular season, and they've gotten takeaways in every one of those games against Tom Brady. So, like, they, 
they don't fear Tom Brady. Marshawn Lattimore does not fear Mike Evans. He does If he's matched up on Gronk, he doesn't fear him. The big thing in that game, to me, I know they lost uh, Godwin, they lost Fournette, they lost Evans. They could not get the ball to Rob Gronkowski in that game. They threw to him 11 times. He had two little catches for a few yards. I mean, they defended him all game long. And that's not easy to do, uh, especially when they fed. That's the most targets that Gronk's been targeted in the game this year. And they only got two catches against him. And, you know, I, is there concerns? No. I, I mean, I think they're still, you know, a quality playoff team. But, you know, you you, you got to make sure that they bounce back all the way back this, this week. The Colts, we haven't talked to you since last week, so we got to talk about this Colts game. The Colts went out there and had an excellent game against the Patriots. Now, I got a little interesting down the stretch here. The Patriots scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Mac Jones, they had to really start, you know, trusting him a little more. He made some really impressive throws. But right now, the Colts are 22-1 to to win the Super Bowl. That defense has really stepped up. Jonathan Taylor has been phenomenal. That defense not stepped up. They've been pretty good all year long. Should we get, be giving the Colts more respect? Right now, they have worse odds after, you know, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Rams, the Bills, and the Patriots to win it all. I feel like they're not getting enough respect here. Well, they, they started in a deep crypt. I mean, they were one and four to start the season, so they've come out of it, and they have a winning record now. But anytime a team leads the league in takeaways, you have to respect them. Right. And if you lead the league in takeaways like they do, and you have the league's leading rusher by like a country mile. Um, and it is a legitimate, in my mind, a legitimate MVP candidate. Like, you have to respect them. Now, Carson didn't have to do a lot of lifting the other day. But, I mean, I just watched this team now the last two weeks live. And they are, I mean, that defense, Bobby Okereke, I don't know if people understand just how good he is, along with Darius Leonard. And when you, and you combine Kenny Moore, those are three leading tacklers on the team. And they all know how to take the ball away, whether it's forced fumbles or interceptions or whatever. I mean, that team is fortified like that. You had DeForest Buckner and some of the weapons. Like, that defense is legit right now. Baldy, I think a lot of people expected Jacksonville to look much better because they did fire Urban Meyer, but it didn't really matter. And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you know, his rookie season, again, he's a rookie, but he looks rough at times. Uh, your thoughts on him and just Jacksonville's future now that Urban Meyer is gone? Like, what do you see when you evaluate Trevor Lawrence every week? Because he's missing throws all over the place, man. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not crazy about the offense that he's in, yeah. and I don't feel like they're really developing him. You know, I mean, I think he's got a decent offense line. It's not like that's the problem in Jacksonville. The offense line's got a, a lot of veteran players. Cam Robinson is is a good player. Andrew Norwell. I mean, they've got good players up front, and they can run the ball. I mean, James Robinson got back on the field running it, but yes, uh, I, just the way that they use, uh, you know, Chenault right now. Yeah. Like I love Lavisca. But I, I just don't feel like – like, to me, he could be Debo. Like, and maybe I'm stretching a little bit, all right? But, I mean, he's that type of player. He's very strong. He's good after the catch. Like, I think you can line him up and hand it off to him. But they don't use him like that. And so, I just feel like – I feel like this is almost a wasted year for Trevor. Mm. And But, yeah. you know, but if you look at all the rookie quarterbacks are struggling outside yes. of Mac, they're all struggling. And so, it's hard to – I mean, the, the fact is – it's hard to win games with a rookie quarterback. It just is. It always has been. And so that's what they're up against right now. But the one thing to your question, and it's a good question, and it's, it's the right question, is, like, is Trevor at least showing development? And that's where I would say 
I don't see it. I, I don't see the, 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 the accuracy that he needs on some of these throws that he's got to have. Baldy, um, wow. Speaking of like showing, well, not showing development, but now I'm looking at this Dallas Cowboys team now. I was really high on Dallas coming to the season, and that's not like a hot take because a lot of people were high, especially that team fully healthy. But now you get yeah. the 21-6 victory over the Giants. The Giants defense, they have they have played really hard all year long, but then on the opposite side, Mike Glennon and some other of those other pieces, and you're looking around like, how could they compete in this game? But what is going on with Dallas? Because we saw them look so good early on. Pollard comes back. Zeke comes back. They both get their fair share of carries, but we still don't see that potent offense that we were used to seeing. Now, that defense is phenomenal, but that offense kind of concerns me now because they were they were a well-oiled machine when we started the season off. I agree. I agree. It's hard to maintain. You know, the way they started off the season on that Thursday night against Tampa, mm-hmm. it's, that's hard to maintain for 18 games or 18 weeks, and that's what you're up against. But, you know, the defense is just lightning fast. Um, you know, they just have such great athletes on that side of the ball. Uh, but, you know, I mean, but you, it's hard to evaluate. I mean, the quarterback is just awful for the Giants. And so, like, you just can't really compete um, no matter what you try to do. But I, I think offensively right now, I mean, I watched them the week before against the Washington football team. And I know people wanted to say Dak's in the slump. I went back and watched every incompletion. I saw drops. Yeah. I saw some. You know, some questionable pass routes. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't want to put it all on Dak. But the fact is, is that they're not explosive. They're not getting big plays in the passing game right now. And you can point to a lot of reasons, but they're just not in a good rhythm. And I'm not going to say it's because Terrence Steele is playing left tackle. He's a decent left tackle. He's a decent offensive lineman. Zach Martin's back in there at guard. I mean, I, I'm not going to put it on any one thing. But they're just not clicking right now the way they were early in the year. And like I said, that's hard to do during the course of the whole season. Uh, Baldy, I think the biggest surprise yesterday was Detroit. Not so much just beating Arizona, but the fact that they beat them 30-12. to And that was a big game for Arizona because they could have clinched. It was their first game without DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to be out for the year. Your thoughts on Arizona? They're 10-4 and right now. Uh, people being pretty hard on Cliff Kingsbury today. But again, they're a 10-win team. They're without DeAndre Hopkins. How do you see them finishing out the season? Well, did you have Craig Reynolds on your fantasy team? No, I did not, unfortunately. Yeah. Man, 112 yards. I, I, I got, like, lit up on on uh, on social media because I called – I said he was from Kutztown State. <laughs> it's Kutztown University. Ah. Like, I should know – you know? Yeah. Like, he's a, from, he's a Philadelphia kid. But, you know, I, I thought that Jared Goff played really well. They had the running game. I was disappointed in Arizona's defense all the way around. But – you know, they, they were not good offensively at all. And they have played without DeAndre Hopkins, so it's not like they haven't played without him before. Right. Uh, but they, they were not good against Detroit offensively. And so, but, you know, is it just a one-game thing where they'll get it back? I don't know. Like, in this league right now, like, one game could be a trend. You know, until you erase mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and you get back to, like, really clicking offensively. Like, even when they played without Kyler, Colt McCoy had that, that team on the tracks. And they were still rolling. So in this league right now, because I'm tired of saying this team is like, they're, they're good. They're ready to go. And then, you know, Arizona does that, to, you know, in, at Ford Field. Uh, you can have that kind of a game on the road against an opponent like that. But, you know, you have to snap back and get it back right away before these trends continue at the wrong time of the year. Baldy, I know they played the Falcons on Sunday and you were there. 
how afraid should teams be of the San Francisco team now that they're getting healthier? Like, they, they look really good. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. They got three games against the Titans, who you know what happened to them, the Texans, and, of course, the Rams. Should we now, like, really start getting putting some respect on that name? Because, man, they look like a, a team that is hitting their stride right on time. I agree. I agree. I mean, they did fumble the opening kickoff, but then they had a goal line stand and kept the Falcons out. But, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't touching that game. Now, he's going to get hit. I mean, Tennessee's got a bona fide defense. They got a really good front. This is a good test. It's a short week. They got to go to Nashville. Uh, Tennessee's not happy with the way the game finished. Like, I'm not in love with Tennessee's offense, but Dante Foreman ran for a bunch. Yeah. They ran for 200 yards. You would think that Tennessee wouldn't turn it over four times like they did against Pittsburgh. So they'll, they'll, be, they'll bounce back. It'll be a, good, a really good test. They've won five out of the last six San Francisco has, and every one of their, their weapons right now, whether it's Kittle or Debo or IU, after the catch, they're, like, really dangerous. Yeah, and I think they're playing good up front, and that's the key. If they play good up front, I think the quarterback plays well, and, you know, um, you know I, I think that they've got a bright future this year. So this, but this, is the, this is the game. They play Houston after this, you know, in 10 days. Um, this is the game they got to have. Like, if they're legit, if they're going to be a postseason team, they've got to go to Nashville and win this game on, on Thursday night. Baldy, thanks so much for giving us some time. Enjoy the rest of the game tonight. We'll talk again soon. That was our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger, who Thank joined you, us on the Roman Guest Line.